Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. I'd like to begin this morning with a true story. A light snow was falling and the streets were crowded with people. It was Munich in Nazi Germany. Sussi, a German Jew, had been riding a city bus home from work when SS stormtroopers suddenly stopped the coach and began examining the identification papers of the passengers. Most were annoyed, but a few were terrified. Jews were being told to leave the bus and get into a truck around the corner. Sussie watched from her seat in the rear as the soldiers systematically worked their way down the aisle. She began to tremble, tears streaming down her face. When the man next to her noticed that she was crying, he politely asked her why. I don't have the papers you have. I am a Jew. They are going to take me away. Suddenly, the man exploded with disgust. He began to curse and scream at her. You stupid idiot, he roared. I can't stand being near you. The SS men asked what all the yelling was about. Damn her, the man shouted angrily. My wife has forgotten her papers again. I am so fed up. She always does this. The soldiers laughed and moved on. The man got off at the next bus stop. Sussy never saw him again. She never even knew his name. I love this story. And I love how, in the blink of a moment, a quick-thinking and compassionate person can literally save the life of a stranger on the bus. The title of this story, as told by Rabbi Lawrence Kushner, my Judaism professor at the Graduate Theological Union in Berkeley. This story also powerfully illustrates one of the many ways in which the principle, which Rabbi Kushner speaks of in his poem, Messengers of the Most High, can play out. We all hold the potential to be messengers from the Most High to each other. Sometimes we can even save a life when we have the courage and the presence of spirit to act on that potential, to live into our call to community. As Unitarian Universalists, we know this. We are called together not by dogma or creed, but by covenant, 
are familiar mutual promises to and with each other. We covenant to affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every person. Justice, equity, and compassion in human relations. Acceptance of one another and encouragement to spiritual growth. A free and responsible search for truth and meaning. The right of conscience in the use of democratic process. The goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all. And respect for the interdependent web of existence of which we are all a part. By definition, Unitarian Universalists cannot be who we are standing alone in isolation. We need each other in order to practice our faith, even as individuals. While we may engage our spirituality as individuals, the basis of that spirituality is formed in our coming together in the very first place. As Reverend Dana Greeley, a former senior minister of this church and the first president of the Unitarian Universalist Association wrote, there is a stage in human development when people begin to be as much interested in others as in themselves, as much concerned with others' lots as their own. When this stage of development is reached, by some miraculous transition, the word we, expressive of sympathy and the sense of togetherness in life, takes place of the word I. The word we unites us. I, without my relationships, am nothing. The people I love, the people I serve, the people who work with me and with whom I work. So we are much more important than I am. The we that is our religious community is not just a higher stage of human development, though. It is the very means by which we live our faith and by which we are able to transform ourselves, those around us, and our very world. And this transformation is just what we covenant to promote and affirm in the principles that bind us to one another. Reverend Wendy Bell, senior minister of our church in Harvard, Massachusetts, says, the important work that we do as Unitarian Universalists begins with relationship. And relationship is the foundation of community, be it congregational, societal, or cultural. To be in relationship, we must not only understand what issues are important to another, we must also make the effort to stand up on behalf of those others. One community that has become a passion of mine since my time in seminary is that of those who are institutionalized be they mentally ill, incarcerated, or otherwise restrained from fully realizing their inherent worth and dignity. One of the most effective ways that Unitarian Universalists tend to this community is through the prison ministries of the Church of the Larger Fellowship, a worldwide church without walls or borders whose central office is located here in Boston. 
and something more about the Church of the Larger Fellowship that many folks may not know is that Arlington Street Church has a very special relationship with the CLF, the Church of the Larger Fellowship. For the last 10 years, ministerial interns at Arlington Street have spent half of their internship time serving as the intern minister at the CLF as well as the other half of their time as the intern minister here at Arlington Street. I did it last year, and it makes for an amazing and unparalleled ministerial internship experience. The Church of the Larger Fellowship is the largest congregation in our movement, serving over 3,000 Unitarian Universalist members, most of whom are geographically remote or otherwise unable to belong to a brick-and-mortar congregation. Although many Church of the Larger Fellowship members are people just like you and me, and in fact I know that some of us here this morning are also CLF members, Many of the members are international or elderly, homebound or immobile, impoverished or otherwise unable to comport to the standards of behavior that we seek to honor in our congregational life. More than 10% of the CLF membership is incarcerated. The Church of the Larger Fellowship has has, in fact, a vibrant, growing, and life-sustaining prison ministry. CLF ministers to Unitarian Universalists whose only connection to our movement and faith community is through their pen pals or through the publications or by the correspondence courses that CLF offers them. The CLF offers amazing correspondence courses for members of their prison ministry. Last year, I taught Spirit of Life, an adult religious education course, to the prisoners. One of the students in my class described community, his prison community, and his burgeoning Unitarian Universalist faith community in these compelling terms. Different ages, cultures, races, and religions are thrown together in overcrowded conditions. In a community situation like this, though, we're stuck with each other. This is the difficulty, and this is the richness of it. It's like putting a handful of jagged edge stones into a gem tumbler and turning on the machine. The tumbling may break and shatter the stones, but after sufficient tumbling, the stones emerged polished and sparkling, free of their rough edges. We have to realize, however, that stones become precious gems by rubbing up against one another in an intense environment. Ultimately, we see that it's all a play of consciousness, which is transforming us from rough, jagged edge stones to polished and sparkling gems. All differences, whether physical, mental, or emotional, are superficial. They are like waves on the surface of the ocean. Deep within, we share the same inner depths. Beneath the ever-changing waves, we are the same. We remain the same, unchanging one.
I cannot imagine a more apt metaphor for the community we seek to create than the words and experiences of this man. He is one of us, and we are of him. Across the miles and through the thick walls, even in the face of the electrified barbed wire and the armed guard towers, we are community. We are bound together by our shared Unitarian Universalist covenant and by relationship that calls us to take the time to stand up on his behalf because it is our behalf as well. And this is what the CLF seeks to do, to create and nourish community across every sort of barrier, division, and obstacle imaginable. While many of the folks who benefit from the Church of the Larger Fellowship are already Unitarian Universalists, a significant number of those whom the CLF reaches are new or even unfamiliar with Unitarian Universalism. Yet even without the immediate camaraderie and friendships that come from joining a local congregation, the folks who come to the CLF also experience that sudden and satisfying sense of having come home again, maybe even for the very first time. Just as Unitarian Universalism can and has provided the means to save ourselves and each other, so the work of the, larger, of the Church of the Larger Fellowship, even in the absence of face-to-face -face encounters, provides lifelines to those we encounter around our world and in our own backyards. The importance of the lifelines that can come through real community was recently underscored by an article in the New York Times entitled, Gay Enclaves Face Prospect of Being Passé. There, the reporter discussed how recent cultural trends have displaced historic gay villages in America's largest cities, even as the overall population of the United States is becoming even more urbanized. The effects of these demographic changes have left many gay and lesbian folks closer to the places of their birth and in less large regional cities, but often at the cost of the connections, stability, and safety that come from being a part of a greater physical or local community of affinity. The isolation and loneliness that has arisen, a waning sense of belonging, the reporter called it, has led some therapists to encourage their patients to go back to gay and lesbian bars so that they can experience the familiarity and the comfort of the interactions and friendships that were once a normal component of gay enclaves in major US cities. Several researchers interviewed for the article discussed how the growth and evolution of any community necessarily lessens the importance of place. That physical location matters when a community is new or young or just beginning to grow. Looking at it historically, we Unitarian Universalists are a new and young faith community. Yet because of our numbers, other than here in New England, 
Physical location has served to create a sense of isolation, of being alone, or not having a greater sense of belonging for Unitarian Universalists spread around the rest of our country. CLF provides that sense of belonging to spiritual seekers in dogmatic places, to the socially outcast or unfit, to those without transportation, those who are geographically isolated, young adults leaving their home churches for the very first times, or those who are far away from home for any number of reasons. You too can be a part of that sense of belonging, to provide a keystone in the foundation of that community, to be a messenger from the Most High, or to be that stranger on a bus. Join the Church of the Larger Fellowship or provide it with financial support or even more importantly, become a pen pal to a CLF member who is incarcerated. CLF membership is not simply an altruistic pursuit. There are many, many meaningful benefits available to CLF members from their high quality monthly publication quest which publishes sermons and reflections and poetry from some of the most accomplished professionals in our movement to its ever-growing and up-to-date website or to the young adult membership organization that it sponsors, the online Church of the Younger Fellowship for folks from age 18 to 30. This group strives to keep our young adult members as they leave for college, the military, and the newest chapters in their lives. My beloved Unitarian Universalist seekers and sharers, you have the pieces to someone else's puzzle. You are the piece to someone else's puzzle. The CLF provides the clean, flat, and dry surface on which we Unitarian Universalists can assemble our myriad puzzle pieces into the picture that contains each and every piece of the puzzle, one that forms a sustaining community, a complete picture where each piece matters and each piece is necessary to complete the picture, to achieve wholeness. We are here this morning and Unitarian Universalists meeting in churches, social halls, school cafeterias, and living rooms across the country are all pieces of that puzzle. Without each piece, the picture is unrecognizable. Without every piece, the picture is incomplete. Without each other, we are incomplete. Everyone carries with them at least one and probably many pieces to someone else's puzzle. Sometimes they know it, sometimes they don't. Well, we do know it, and we are called to act upon that knowledge. We are called to community. May it be so. Amen. <laughs>